Once again, you're all welcome to Loyalty Chapel, Loyalty House International. Amen. We call this place, wow. We call this place the upper room. Someone say the upper room. Because we are the top floor. And the upper room is where the Holy Spirit came down, remember? On the day of Pentecost. So we believe that God is going to visit us in great and mighty way. Amen. Amen. So before I start preaching, well, there's some of you who are here for the first time. I'm sure several are also locating, uh, trying to relocate the place. I, don't, I hope there's somebody. Um, is there anybody at Cutting Gate redirecting people? Because I feel that some people are lost. Yeah, at going back to those who don't come to church regularly. What a shock. They have found themselves at the wrong place. But like Reverend Eugene said, after here, we are moving to our own place. Let the people shout your loudest. Amen. I don't like it when you are too quiet. Silence makes me nervous. Are you here? That's why I'm always happy to see the other in the front. So give me some fans. You know what I'm saying? And then it makes me happy. Hey, don't be too noisy. What a shock. Anyway, so um, I'm going to preach briefly today. Like I'm saying, the choir is there. You can join the choir if you want. We also have the ashes. Ashes are gentlemen who welcome people and, um, and all that. We also have airport stars. Like, you know, if you go to a, a, a beautiful place, you always are a faraway place or a beautiful place and all that. You arrive at the airport and the so we have airport stars in the church. They meet all the beautiful people that come. Amen. Some people call it welcome team, but we call them airport stars. Because we know that everybody who is coming here is a dignitary. Amen. Beautiful. So you can also join the airport stars. You can see our sister Sandra. If you want to join the airport stars, give, give them away. And I want to encourage especially... The university students among us and polytechnic students and so on. I encourage you to join something. Say amen. amen. Some of you are good at computers and all that. I was born before technology. Before they invent technology, I was born already. So I'm not so technologically advanced. Me and then uh, this gentleman sitting here. But some of you are fresh. When you know everything about it, so you can help us join the technical team, help us do things. It's a blessing to be involved. Say amen. amen. As I say, amen. amen. So anything you want to do to be involved, do it. And I believe that God is going to bless us. Shout amen again. So I'm truly excited. And several other ministries we have in the church. So you must decide that I'm going to do something in the church. And I believe that God is going to help us. Today, okay, can you all stand? You see, when I keep standing and sitting, so it keeps you awake. Some of you have eaten some heavy meal this morning. So if you sit for too long, you will fall asleep. Nicholas, I don't know what you ate this morning. What a shock. I would like you to go to 20 people and welcome them to the upper room. Welcome them. You can hug them, you can give them a handshake, you can give them a, 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 a coffee shake, anything you want to do. Welcome them. 
Tell her name. We are together again. I say 20. Don't make it 10. Don't make it 12. 20. Tell her, welcome to the upper room. Sunday, and um, we learned a few things. Today I'm going to be very brief, but we talked about what curses are and how to identify a curse or a cause and how to, and causes of curse. Causes of curses. Am I saying the right thing? Naomi, can you help me? Causes of Cause. Causes. C-A-U-S-E-S. Of course. C-U-R-S-E. Sheriff, am I doing the right thing? What a shock. Anyway, so we have seen a few things that are the causes of right. Amen. We have seen that those food is already appearance. You see, no matter who your parents are, never dishonor them. Say amen. amen. If you want to dishonor your parents, you walk under a curse. I, I tell, I have two sisters. I tell them, don't cry with our mother. Our mother is over 80 years old. You know, because women like to cry. Don't you operate? Yes, honestly, please, I say it's true. Go 
women like to quarrel. I tell them, don't quarrel with my mother because she's about 80. Soon she'll be gone and you'll be ashamed. Oh no. Oh no. You quarrel with her and she dies and the time she's dead, you are quarreling with her. How will you feel like this now? So I tell her, I tell them, don't quarrel with our mother. Amen. And you must always learn to honor parents. I believe there's a scripture that speaks against anyone who curses his father, eagles shall pluck out his eyes, and better the air shall eat up his eyes. So it's very important to honor fathers. We also realize that those who don't honor God in tithing welcome a curse in their lives. So you must learn to honor God in your tithing. So that curses will be far away from you. That's right. Say amen. Amen. All right. And then several things we talk about. Those who cheat others. So never be a 419 person. Say amen. Lay your hand to your neighbor and say, I cast it out of your life in the name of Jesus. I say, I cast it out of your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't cheat your neighbor when you are going to buy electric. Uh, you're going to buy some electric tables, and then the town will not say three thousand. Say, man, if you do that, you will welcome a curse in your life. The world is full of curses already, so do it more to do to destroy and keep you under. I gave you different definitions of a curse. But today, I'm going to preach on something very important and very a short one. But this one, we're going to continue. This book, How to Neutral Cases, big one, we're going to be continuing it. But take a with me to Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17. And I'm going to read from verse number 24. Matthew chapter 17, verse number 24. Oh, you're looking gorgeous. I tell you. Ah. Oh. 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 Right, have you found it? Matthew chapter 17, verse 24. Ah, official photographer is here. What a shot. Beautiful. Keep up the work. Bible says, and when they were come to Capernaum, they that receive tributes or taxes came to Peter and said, Doth not your master pay tribute or pay taxes? He said, Yes. And when he was come into the house, Jesus prevented him or talked to him and said, what thinkest thou, Simon? I see Simon sitting there. All right. Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute? Of their own children or of strangers? Peter said unto him, Of strangers. Then Jesus said to him, Then are the children free. May you walk out of here free in Jesus' name. Yeah. I did mean, I hear your name, man. May you walk out of here free in Jesus' name. Yeah. Verse 27. I would like all of us to read 27 on the screen. 
Do you join me and read together? Ready to go. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go down to the sea and cast a book and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money that take and give them. Give to them for me and thee. Say amen. 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 Now, ten, and I want to show another scripture in uh, Isaiah chapter 5, please. Isaiah chapter 5, verse from verse number 1. Right. Isaiah is just after the book of Matthew. What a shock. Okay. Have you found it? Bible says, Isaiah, that is page 223. Hmm. Bible says, now I will sing to my beloved a song of my beloved. I sing my way, beloved, a song of my beloved touching his vineyard or his garden. My way, beloved, have a vineyard and a, on a, in a very fruitful hill. Now it goes on to say, and he faced it. May God fence you. No, I didn't say may God fence you. Bible says, and he gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grace. And it brought forth wild grapes. Mercy. Now quickly, we are looking at these two scriptures today. For a reason. Say amen. Amen. The first scripture we saw was from Matthew chapter chapter 17. Now we have five months to the end of the year. Am I right? And I want to preach to you about miracles. Say miracles. I say short miracles. These five months are going to be months of miracles in your life. Let those who believe say amen. These five months are going to be months that will experience the power of God in your life. The five months of divine encounters in your life. Amen. Now, Bible says, and it's going to be short, so listen. Sister Tolu, listen, very important. Now, Bible says that Jesus was walking with the disciples. And then they called, uh, they went to a place where they were collecting taxes. Or the place where they pay school fees. You know, all of us make some payment at a point, am I right? Yeah, if you're a student, you have school fees to pay. If you're a, a, a parent, you have pay, you have the children's school fees to pay. Am I right? If you are a, if you're a business person, you have taxes to pay. If you're a taxi driver, you have daily tolls to pay. All the time, we are giving out something. You have electricity bill to pay if Nepal is working. What a shock. You have water to Pay for several payments that you make. What payment do you make? Nepa bill, 
house rents, food, food is for your stomach. You can have, you can decide not to pay. It's up to you. Now all of us are paying bills. Rosalind, what bills do you pay? Your school fees, house rent, and to do your hair. I don't understand this hair, but you've done it. Vivian, do you pay any bills? Now all of us pay bills. I'm a parent. My three sons have finished school, but there's a, a daughter whose school fees I'm paying. And I need to vomit money and pay. Whether she likes it or not, whether I like it or not, she doesn't care. Or she wakes up and she takes her bag and she goes to school. And I have to look for money and pay. So all of us have outlets, payments to make. Now in this context, Jesus was, the disciple Peter was asked, does your master pay taxes? Amen? Amen. Is that, is that Erica in the back there? Wow, good to see you. Now, does he pay taxes? And then Peter said, yes, he does. And then Jesus asked Peter later on, I'm a, I'm a citizen. Do I have to pay these taxes? But you know, Jesus told Peter, don't worry. I'm going to supply the money to pay the taxes. May God be your supplier for this five months. Before the end of 2021. He said, today is the first of August. Am I right? How many of you expect miracles by the end of this year? If you expect it, shout your loudest amen. Before the end of these five months, you will experience miracles that you have never seen before. God will open divine doors for your life. Opportunities are coming your way. God will favor your cause. Shout your loudest amen. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? I want to preach this morning. Can I preach? Can I talk to somebody here? I'm talking to you. Hallelujah. Now listen. Wilmington, listen. As you sit in church, you know, some of us sitting in church today, if somebody blesses you with thousand, you'll be very happy. Because you haven't seen thousand the whole week. Thousand naira, you haven't seen the whole week. I didn't mean dollars. What a shock. Somebody sitting here, you need some 50,000 to do something, settle something. <laughs> Balance yourself. Some of you need 200,000. Now, I'm not just talking about money, I'm talking about the God of miracles. Say amen. amen. I've served God long enough to know that God works miracles. Hold your neighbor's shoulder and shake him and tell him, God works miracles. I mean, shake him until he falls down. Tell him, God works miracles. Hey, Pastor Edward, be nice to your wife. Ah. Hey, hey, what a shock. Are we still there? God still works miracles. I've served God long enough. I was born in 19, mind your own business. I've been around for a long time. (coughs) 
And I've seen God come into situations that were that are difficult. Today, as I was praying early morning, because I was going to preach on something different, as I was praying, God told me that some people are going to come to church who are in a difficult situation. Their backs are against the wall. Nowhere to turn. Can't go back anymore. And God said, I should tell you that he still works miracles. Did you shout amen? There's somebody hearing me this Sunday morning in this upper room. God said, I should tell you that he still works miracles. Once again, tell the one sitting behind you or in front of you, shake him and say, God still works miracles. Professor, hold him and shake him and tell him, God still works miracles. May you, may you receive your miracle before the end of this year. Five months is long enough for God to fulfill his word. So now we read a story and we see how Jesus called Peter and said, Peter, come along. And Peter came, come my brother. And Pete, Jesus told Peter, Peter, they're asking us to pay taxes. I said, Peter, do you have money? Peter said, sir, no money. What a shock. Nothing in Peter's pocket. Peter was the chief of the disciples, but he was broke. Somebody is broke, but God is going to turn your life around. Sorry, man. Have you been broke before? Is there anybody who is broke? You are not going to be a broke person the rest of your life. Not going to be a broke woman the rest of your life. Some of you are going to build your own houses. Do you believe it? Today you are a tenant. Tomorrow you are going to be a landlord. Today you are taking Okada. Next time you will be driving your car. Let those who believe shout your loudest amen. I have served God long enough. I've served God long enough to know that God still works miracles. Once again, everybody get up, get up. How do you tell five people God still works miracles? Five move out of a chair and tell them God still works miracles. That if you believe it, if you don't believe it, don't tell anybody. But if you believe it, tell them God still works miracles. God still works miracles. God still works, Joseph. God still works miracles. Randy, God still works miracles. Hallelujah. God still works miracles. Tolu, God still works miracles. Amos, God still works miracles. All those who are saying it, you're going to receive a miracle before the end of the year. So now let me continue preaching. So come. Bible says that Jesus told Peter and then Peter brought his pocket out. Bring it out. No money. Oh. What a shock. What a shock. Big man Peter. No money. Oh. Oh. Look at him. He's wearing a coat. Wearing a red tie. A white shirt. A beautiful pochette. But no money. What a shock. I said, what a shock. 
Puede ser ahora soy más soft. What a shock. Nobody will think that this nice man standing here is broke. It, God forbid. But if a thief meets you, the thief will be very disappointed. A pastor friend of mine, thieves came to his house one day. And when the thieves came, they said they didn't find any money. And the thief gave him two slugs. Papa! It's a big money. Don't have any money. So after that, Every time his daughters ask him for money, say, don't have so big man, don't have money. Nice man, no money. But that is not the end of the story. Can I continue preaching? So what happened? The Bible says that, so Jesus told Peter, Peter, I have a miracle for you. God has a miracle for you. I said, God has a miracle for you. He said, Peter, go to the riverside. Go to where the lake is. Go with a hook, a line, and a sinker. Go there. When you go, throw the line into the uh, water. Peter used to fish with boats. He used to fish with big, big canoes. But this time Jesus said that, just go alone. And go and throw the hook, the line, and the sinker into the river. The first fish you catch, open its mouth. There's money in it. Take it out and bring it to pay your bills. Clap your hands for Jesus. I said, clap your hands for Jesus. God still works miracles. Say with me. So if the way you are saying it, you are not expecting a miracle. Say it one more time. Good luck. All of you say it again. Only ladies, say it out. Gentlemen, say it after me. Say, say it again. Ready? Go, gentlemen. Who tried is that miracles? Ladies or gentlemen? Who tried is that? May you receive your miracle in the name of Jesus. Is still in the business of working miracles. What am I saying? So you see, the, the, the passage is short. Only verse 27 of, of Matthew 17. Jesus said, take it, Peter. Go. Go and catch fish. Now you see, the story looks simple. But that is one of the most important miracles in the Bible. Princess and co. Jackie, all of you listen to me from the back. Now, the Bible tells us, so Peter went, I'm sure, because at the end of the story, we don't hear that Peter is in prison. It means that he got the money and paid the taxes. So, what are the processes towards the miracle? What is God doing to bring the miracle to you? That's the question. Bright! Smile. When I'm preaching, smile. Don't look long, twisted, twatted, contorted face. Smile. So that I know that I'm preaching well. Say amen. Now listen. What is that? What are the processes? Because everything has a process. Randy. There's a process to everything. So what is the process to the miracle? 
When you want to eat Amala, there's a process by which Amala is made. Am I right? What, 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 do, you, what do you make out of Amala? What, what is Amala made of? Pardon? Cassava. Or yam. No, not yam powder. Yam is the original thing. Am I right? So yam. And then they made the yam into what? Powder. So it's a process. Somebody it's a process. You see, the person is going to make amala. But he has first of all bought yam or cassava. And then he has ground it. He's made it into powder. So when you see the cassava being processed, you will think that what is the guy doing? But there's an end result. I see an end result of your life. The process of your miracle has begun. I said the process towards your miracle has begun. Let those who can shout, shout your loudest amen. Once again, push your neighbor and tell him the process has begun. The process has begun. Do you believe it? Those of you at the back, you are not saying anything at all. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Rachel. Where's Rachel? Where is she? I saw her sitting somewhere. The process for your miracle has begun. So you see, the amala, you, you, you buy, buy the yam, you make it into powder, and then you, you buy it and you, do, you bring it. What do you do with the powder? You get hot water? What a shock. And then, pardon? When it's boiled, you pour the powder into it. Reverend, Reverend Eugene, I beg you, please. Please. Stand aside. Let me ask the real people. I don't want problems. Before I get running stomach. So you pour the powder into the hot water. Then you turn it. Turn around. I've gone there turning around. Turn my life around. Is that something like that? What that? It turns my life around. So you turn it. And you turn it for a while. And then you add little water. And cover it. And put on the fire. And it's burning up. Oh, somebody, as I'm talking, somebody's mouth is watching me. I tell you. Are you there? You see, each of the process is leading to the final results. You see, I can ask you a question. Should I ask you a question? You are telling me how to make amala. Now listen. Why don't you say hot water and then and, and then powder, turning stick, and then you have add some salt? No salt. Salt free. Kato shabataya. No salt. That's all. What do you eat amala with? With a greasy uh -huh, that's more complex. So how do you make a, a, a greasy tea? Why do you make it? So you see ladies who don't know how to cook. Don't marry a lady who doesn't know how to cook everything. Okay, tell us, how do you make the greasy? A greasy, yes. Blended. Palm oil. Pepper. Salt. Sauce. Salt. Sauce. Is there salt in the greasy? Ah, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, Auntie Toshi, she, she looks like a specialist. Please give the microphone to her. Please stand up and help us. So, a greasy, yes? Yes? Pepe? 
Palm oil. Stop it. It's working. It's working. It's working. Stop it. Seasoning. Like what? Maggie. Ah. Oh, take your time. Take your time. Dry fish. Hey. Get fish. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's all. Now listen. Listen. And you combine all of it, isn't it? To make the grease. Now listen. I can ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? You said there's palm oil. There's uh, a greasy, there's pepper. I, I, I want it. I want an, I have an easier way for you. Easier. Do you want the easier way? Instead of waiting and combining, making fire, why don't you chew the pepper? Drink hot water. Eat the greasy. Uh, put the magic, lick the magic, magic in your mouth. Because the same thing makes the. Am I, am I wrong? You use the same thing for the sauce. So why don't you rather eat it and then get drink water and shake your stomach and you have the wish in your stomach? Will you do that? Why? But if you do that, what will happen? You can have what? Running stomach. Some people have running stomach because they are not combining it well. I'm not talking to anybody here. You know, that's what the Bible says that all things work together for good. The pepper, the greasy, the hot water, the palm oil, the maggi, all of it combined together. I see God working out a blessing for your life. Say, I receive it. Some of the things are nice. Some of them are not so nice. When you eat the maggi like that, it's not good. You will not enjoy it. Some of the things that have happened in your life, you didn't like it. But God is mixing it up. I said, God is mixing it up. God is mixing it up. At the end of the day, you shall receive your miracle. Shout your loudest amen. What a way. What a way. Amos, are there some things that have happened in your life that you didn't like? Are there some experiences that you have had? Nicholas, that you're not happy with? Are there some challenges that you have been through? And you wonder, what does it mean? What is happening? Today I came to tell somebody, the gushi is here, the maggi is here, the pepper is here, the salt is here, the palm oil is here. God is combining all of it. I said, God is doing Combining all of it. At the end of the day, you see a miracle on your table. I didn't, I didn't hear your Lord say amen at all. Today marks the beginning of miracles for your life. Do you are you used to what I'm saying? Things are beginning to happen in your life. On this side, I don't hear amen at all. On this side, is there a lot of amen? I think I'll stay on this side. Now listen, listen, listen. So what happened? Bible says that. Peter, I'm sure, Peter went to the seaside with his hook, with his line and sinker. Anybody who saw Peter going to the riverside will, will wonder, what is this guy going at all? Some people wonder, why are you coming to church? Because there's a miracle awaiting you. 
shout amen. Why are you serving God and doing this? Because God is preparing a miracle for you. People who may not understand you. They may understand how you are dedicated to God. They may not understand why you are, your heart below. They don't understand. But you see, Peter was walking according to the steps of Jesus. Jesus had told Peter, go, go and catch fish. I'm sure as Peter was going to catch the fish, he got somewhere and he felt like peeing. He felt like wee wee. So he passed by the roadside, opened the zip, wee wee on the road, and continued. But he was, maybe he was supposed to cut the face at 10.15. Because, you see, fishes don't have money in their mouth. Am I right? Eh? Great faith doesn't have money in their mouth. It's not a natural thing. But in this case, God had, I'm sure God had commanded the fish, be by the by, 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 by the riverside, but just floating around at 10 15. And then the same God, I'm sure, has commanded all the other fishes stay away, stay away, stay away, because this one is a miracle. Again, again, can I, can I continue preaching? I said, Can I continue preaching? Again, I believe that somebody dropped a coin into the water. But can I ask you a question? If you put a coin in the bucket of water, doesn't it go down? It goes down to the bottom. But this time, the money that the person dropped didn't go down. A fish swallowed it. Ah. It's a miracle. It's called what? A miracle. So you see, for all the fishes to stay away, that one is a miracle. For only one fish to swallow the money and be there, it's a miracle. And for Peter to get there exactly at 10.15 is a miracle. So you see, what you call a miracle is a series of miracles. One miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle equals to your miracle. I didn't hear your amen at all. I said one miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle equals to your miracle. When somebody says, God has blessed me, so many things have gone on for the thing to be called a blessing. We only see the end results. Oh, I'm preaching so well. As I'm preaching so well. We only see the end results. We don't know the process that have gone on. When I see the goosey stew on the table, I don't know that the lady has gone to the market. Going to buy a uh, pepper, all that, sweating in the market, taking Okada, come home, and all that. So you see, Randy, if your wife cooks for you and say, I won't eat, the woman is hurt. Why is she hurt? It's not because, it's not because of the food, that is because of the process that you went through to prepare the food. Oh, I'm preaching. I see the journey that she took. To go to a bodija markets, go and buy tomatoes, go and buy maggie, go and buy all these things and bring it and start sweating in the kitchen, cooking, and then amalato and all that. And then she makes and said, I will eat. You see, that is what pains the woman. It is not the food, but the process. You see, whilst you are hungry, the process for the miracle has begun. I'm preaching. Today, I want to I submit to you 
The process for your miracle has begun. Say, I receive it. Something is started already. The process towards your marriage, towards your exit, towards your miracle, financial breakthrough, the process has begun already. You may not see it. You may not feel it. But something is cooking in the kitchen for you. What a word. What a word. When we came here a few days ago, the place was different. This place was dirty, messy, tiles were broken, the pillars were dirty, the walls were dirty, the poor place there was messy. Pardon? The roof was falling, several cracks everywhere, and all that, and so on. So when we came here and looked at the place, and wow, what would the church people feel when they come here? So then the process began. Am I talking to anybody here? Because Edward and the team, they came and they said, let's put let's start working. They're fixing tiles. They were painting. They were cleaning. They were fixing the bulbs. They were going to the toilet. They were putting acid. You should have been here a week ago. Did you hear what I said? You should have been here when? You would have seen how the place is. But Monday, they worked. They cleaned the floor. Tuesday, they started painting. Wednesday, they were doing uh, uh, um, uh, painting of the burglar proofs. Burglar proofs. And, and several things yesterday they were fixing fans. Early morning, wherever you just set off early by six o'clock, he has left home because he has to come and fix things. So when you walk into church, all you see beautiful pillars, beautiful floor, nice chairs. But somebody has to go and organize a chair from Lagos and bring it. Somebody has to go and buy them. Somebody has to come and scrub the floor. I want you to know, as you sit here, go to dispatch angels. Some angels have, the miracle has started. Some angels are mopping the floor for you. Some angels are painting for you. Some angels are working for you. The process for your miracle has begun. I said the process for your miracle has begun. Shout your loudest amen. I'm preaching. Amen. Did you see how the place was? Can you stand, please? Do you see how the floor was dirty? You are not here. Did you see? Did you see? Do you see how the paint, how the how the wall was dirty? Do you see all the cobwebs around? Do you see how the toilet was messy? So if you come and say, ah, mm, mm, you don't know that God has begun. Something has begun a long time. As you're sitting here today, miracles have started. Something is cooking for you. Something is working for you. Don't complain and say, ah, God hasn't done anything. As I'm preaching right now, God has sent angels. God has dispatched angels. Go and start, 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 organize it. At the end of the day, when Peter got to the riverside, he got to where the river was. He threw in the line, the hook and the sinker. The first fish, where, the rest, where were the rest of the fishes? God has pushed them away. Say it's a miracle. It's a miracle that you can catch first fish and the first fish are the money. And when you swallow money, the money goes to your stomach. It doesn't stay in your mouth. But this one says that the money is in your mouth. Just here. 
And how can there be money in your mouth and at the same time be able to swallow the, the hook? Say, it's also a miracle. Say, it's also a miracle. Miracles are happening in our life. So Peter catches the fish and opens the mouth and then the money drops out. And Peter said, my bills are paid for. I prophesy to you before the end of this year, you see miracles you've never seen in your life. God will blow your mind. God will cause me, God, God will cause you to, to, to be amazed. You will be dancing by the end of the year. You will be rejoicing by the end of the year. You will be shouting by the end of the year. You will be gamboling by the end of the year. I'm preaching. Are you there? Finally, look at Isaiah 5. Put Isaiah 5 there. And let's finish. Kato Shakabahataya. I'm preaching. Your tears are over. Push him and say, Your tears are over. No, push him until he falls down. Say, Your tears are over. Some of you cry a lot. Gentlemen, you cry, you feel sad, you feel depressed. How will I make it? How will I, how will I finish school? You'll finish school. You will finish school. You finish in grand style. You finish colorfully. Your life is colorful. Are you there? I went to university with my clothes in an empty mail carton. But my mother didn't have money to buy me a suitcase. I was going to read law. And I went with my clothes in empty mail carton. But God saw me through. First year, second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year. Until I qualified and finished school as a lawyer. By the grace of God. I don't know how. I don't know why. But God fixed it for me. I don't know how. I don't know why. But God is going to do it for you. You have shouted amen. Do you believe it? Tell your neighbor, I don't know how. I don't know why. But God is going to fix it for you. What do you want God to fix? A new job, God will fix it for you. A new job, God will fix it for you. I don't know how. You don't know anybody at any big place. You don't have anybody. You wish you have some connection. At that, at ministries, at, the, at, at, at secretariats, to help. I don't have anybody. But you have God. God will fix it for you. I said, God will fix it for you. God will fix it for you. I'm preaching. You don't have anybody at the embassy, but God will fix it for you. You don't need connection anybody at the top, but God. 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 He will fix it for you. I'll sing to my beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well beloved had a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. Next verse. We're ending. He fenced it. Now you see, when you see a beautiful garden, somebody has fenced it. God will fence your life. The devil cannot touch you. From now to the end of the year, 
I bind every sickness, every disease, every attack of the enemy. May God sense you. I said, may God sense you. You will not fail your exam. You will not be at the bottom. May God sense your life. Hallelujah. Somebody is working on the field. Somebody is fencing the field. Somebody has just said, this, this field belongs to me. This field belongs to me. I'm going to fence her. I'm going to fence her. Every time you go home in safety, because God has fenced you. People like you have died, but God has fenced you. No coronavirus will touch your life. I said, no COVID will touch your life. Because God has fenced you. What a word. I fenced it with the choices, and I fenced it and gathered out the stones. So you see, when you see a garden that is working, because somebody has gathered the stones, the stones in our lives, Kendi, there are stones, stones, stones. But God has sent angels to gather all the stones out of your life. Anything that is stone in your life, may God take it out of your life. May God make your business fertile. May he make your life fertile. May he make your education fertile. May every stone thing be taken out of your life. Some people are like stones. Look at me. My brother was biting the nails just like me. I also bite my nails. But listen. You see, when I'm talking about God gathering the stones, sometimes people, obstacle, people there are obstacles in our life are stones. But God told me to tell you, He'll take away every obstacle, every stone. He'll take it out of your life. Somebody doesn't like you for aid for what you don't know why. But God will take them away. God will take those stones away. He says, I picked up the stones. Amen. And planted it with choices vine. God will plant your life with beauty. Beauty. Choices vine. Something beautiful will happen in your life. Say, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. The choices vine. Today is 1st of August. Am I right? September, October, November, December. Kato Shaka Bahataya. He says he planted it. Today, I said the process has begun. God has started planting. You'll be seeing the fruit very soon. By the end of 2021, I said by the end of 2021, you will see the fruit come out. Planted it with the choices vine. Amen. And built a tower in the midst of it. So God has also built, God has put angels at vintage places. Looking, until they're looking. Say, don't touch this one. Don't touch her. Don't touch him. Don't touch her. Don't touch him. What a word. What a word. Are you here? Today, as we end the service, we are going to have communion. Say amen. I said, we're going to have communion. And we are going to eat the bread and drink the wine. But I want you to know the process for your miracle has begun already. It has begun already. By the time Peter got to the riverside, Chica, by the time Peter got to the riverside, the money had been dropped. All the fishes have moved. Only one fish was waiting. And say, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to be caught. And when Peter dropped it in, 
The fish just caught it and Peter took it. You will see the end result. One miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle plus one miracle equals your miracle. Stand to your feet, everybody. Come on, clap your hands for the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. If you came to church today, everybody stand to your feet now. If you came to church today, I'm here to tell you, the process has begun. Say amen. Amen. Long before we came to Ibadan, God had begun the process. There's a land God has reserved for us. And God said, we're going to build a cathedral. The process has already begun. The process for your husband has already begun. For your wife has already begun. Your children's future are secure. I say your children's future are secure. God is good. My sister, the process has begun. It has begun already. Don't tell yourself, hey, when will God do it for me? It has begun. The food is on the table. It's on the fire, boiling. Get it ready. Very soon, angels will be serving you. Lift your two on top high. Lift your two on top high. Everybody lift your two on top high. Jesus, thank you. <clears throat> lift your two hands as you pray. I'm going to pray with you today. The Lord. Today, the first of August, 2021. Let's the process begin. The process for a turnaround. The process for a miracle for everybody here. Whatever they need, some is no money you need. You need a certain breakthrough. God is going to begin the process now. Lift your two hands up high. Say, Father, I declare that today, 1st of August, 2021, I am ready for my miracle. I'm ready for my breakthrough. Say after me, I'm ready for my turnaround. I'm ready for my miracle power. Say, I believe. I believe that the process has begun. Today, I declare by the power of God, I declare by the authority of Jesus, no devil, no devil can stop my miracle. Nobody can delay my blessing. Say after me, I declare, I declare that I shall embrace my miracle. I shall embrace my blessing in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare my testimony shall be great. My story shall be different. All shall see your glory. All shall see your power in my life. I declare from today, the 1st of August, to the end of the year, I shall walk in my miracles. I shall embrace many miracles in my life. Thank you, Father, that today the process has begun. 
Say, I will not fail. I will not fail. I declare, by the help of God, I shall embrace miracles in my life. In the name of Jesus. Shout your loudest, Amen. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Close your eyes with me as we close. As we end this part of prayer. Everybody close your eyes with me. Now if you are here today. Somebody invited you to come to church and you came. But you are not sure. You go to heaven or hell when you die. Today. I need you to know. Long before time. The process for your salvation began. It began by God sending his son and dying on the cross to purchase your pardon and my pardon. This moment, if you are here right now, you say, Bishop, I need Jesus in my life. I feel I'm a sinner. I've made many mistakes. But today, I want Jesus to come into my heart. If you are here and you need Jesus, you want to be born again, lift up your right hand and I shall pray for you. Lift it up high. Close your eyes. God bless you. I see your hands. Lift it up high. Every one of you will need Jesus. You don't want to go here and go as you came. But they want Jesus to come into your heart. Lift up your right hand with me. I'm going to pray for you. You want to say, I need Jesus. I want to be born again. I want my name to be written in heaven. Lift your right hand and I pray for you. Father, thank you for these hands. Rule and reign in your hearts and have your way. Now, if you have lifted your hand up, I want to pray for you personally. I want you to come to me in the front here. Just come. Just come. Come to me. I shall help them to come. So help them come. If you lifted your hand, come and stand here. Face me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now lift your two hands with me in front here. Lift your two hands. I'm going to pray with you and I want you to say this prayer after me. Make it your personal prayer and let Jesus rule in your heart. Say after me, Dear Lord Jesus, this Sunday morning, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me of all my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. I promise to serve you the rest of my days. From today, my life belongs to you. From today, I am your child. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will walk with you the rest of my life. 
Jesus, save me. Jesus, heal me. Jesus, make me your child. Thank you for hearing my prayer. From this moment, I am born again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for these wonderful people. I pray for all of them. Let today be a day of a new beginning in their life. Save them and help them. May they follow you. May they walk with you. May they trust in you the rest of their lives. Thank you, Father, for saving them. In Jesus' name. Shall remain. Everybody lift your two hands. Let's pray. All of us congregation, let's pray. Father, we lift our hands to you this moment. And we ask you to have your way. Bless your children. Bless your people. As they keep coming. As they keep serving. As they keep following you. Rule and reign in their hearts. Any area they need a miracle. Let it come to pass. To your glory and for your honor. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. In Jesus' name, shout amen. God bless all of you. Now, all of you here, you go back to your seat after service. I'll talk to you for two, three minutes and you go. Clap for them as you go. Now, we're going to have communion. Amen. So, let's keep standing. Amos, let's keep standing. Can we have the communion ready? Okay, just enough for a minute. Just enough for a minute. Come, come, tell me. We need a communion right here. Come, expecting Jesus. Just stand in front here. One more time, sing it again. Say the come expecting. Jesus. I come expecting to receive this message. When I eat the bread and drink the wine, it will be a holy moment. Father, we come expecting you to meet us in this place. Anybody who shall eat this bread and drink this wine, may your power fall upon us. May your anointing fall upon us. May healing be our portion. In the name of Jesus, I declare total deliverance and total salvation and total breakthrough for all who are expecting to receive mercy and grace. 
Bless your people. Bless, bless this bread and bless this wine. Let it bring miracles in our lives. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, everybody. They are bringing it out. Take a bread and don't eat yet. Give his instruction. Say after me, the body of the Lord. The body of the Lord. The body of the Lord. Shall we eat the bread together? Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Shall we drink it together? Mm. No, Pastor Paul. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Okay. Now, everybody, I'm praying for you. Stand to your feet now. Let me declare a blessing over your life. Put your hand on your head. Father, thank you for wake up. Thank you for blessing us with the month of August. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of a new month. Today, 1st of August, we shall see the end of August and we shall see the end of the year. Anybody who has eaten this bread and drunk this wine, may they walk in perfect health. May they walk in forgiveness. May they walk in victory. May their life be a successful life. May they experience divine success. Anything they are doing, may they succeed in it. May they be successful in school, in business, in marriage, in their finances. Let them not see defeat. Let them not see disgrace. Let them see victory. On all fronts, in the name of Jesus, I bless everyone that came today. I bless you in this month of August. You will do well. Every week will be a miracle week. Every month to the end of the year will be a miracle month. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Where others have failed, they will not fail. They will not be, the last will not be a disaster. But it shall be a miracle. To your glory and for your honor. I bless you today. I bless you this morning. I bless you this month. Walk out here with the blessing of the Lord. Don't walk in fear. Don't walk in anxiety. May God close the eyes of every evil person that will come close to you. Thieves and robbers will not come close to you. Wicked people will not come close to you. May God preserve you. May God preserve you. And may God keep you. And may God shine his face upon you. I bless you now. And through the month of August. In Jesus name. Shout your loudest amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. Are you blessed? Please be seated. Wow. Bless you. Where are you going? All right. Beautiful. Are you blessed? Are you happy you came to church? Hey. Amen. God still works miracles. And you are going to be the next person to give a testimony. All those who said amen, it will happen to you practically. I said, you'll be the next person to give a testimony. Well, we are blessed. We are privileged. And we are grateful. 